Live from the desert cities of Southern California, your car is not a refrigerator. Getting all revved up. Now, here's Todd Bianco. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm here with John McMullen. Hello, John. I can't believe it. I'm seeing you in the flesh. I am here. It's a lovely warm day in the valley. It's the first day of summer. Is today officially the first day of summer? I believe so. It's the it's the equinox, oh. I think. Oh, okay. So we have the weather to go with it, apparently. Yes. Which is a uh, I Toasty. guess ex- ex- it's as expected. I yeah. guess is what it goes. So uh, we have some interesting automotive news. the The first one I think is really actually very funny. Um, Ford is set to uh, July 9th as the official reveal date for their 2021 Ford Bronco. They've been teasing this thing for months and months and months. Uh, then today, they changed the date to July 13th. You know why? Because it's July 10th? It's OJ's birthday. Oh. <laughs> July 9th was, was OJ's birthday. Wow. And so they, they thought that that might be the wrong date to do, to, to put well, he did to, He did make the white Bronco world famous. Yeah. Was that even his? I think he was in no, it was, it was Al, Al Cowens. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, I mean, uh, it, it is famous, so that's for sure. But Al Cowens did not make it famous. It was the no, occupant. No, it was, it was the occupant. I yeah. remember that day well. I was, you know, I was at home and watching it on TV. I was glued to it. <laughs> you know, you. I'm, I I'm guilty of, of that car wreck myself. <laughs> I mean, you know, we see we you know we see high speed chases all the time on TV and some of them are spectacular but uh, this one was the low speed chase and it right. was on the 405 freeway and they're all waving and you know all this and he was followed all the way back to whoever's house was it Kardashian's house or his I don't I, th- I think I think it went back to OJ's house and then they had to negotiate his surrender of the whole thing but uh, yeah that that uh, I think OJ actually had the same car except he was in uh, Al's car not his at the time so i think he was a passenger in it though right because al he was. was driving it. yes yeah. it, it was al, i think i think al bought it because it was what oj had ah that's a, he bought what oj bought and so they both had a white bronco but he was in al's white bronco you know laying on the floor or whatever that's he was so doing. funny because i have an uncle who uh, does the exact same thing his buddy buys something he's got to have the same thing is that right yeah, yeah. it's and, weird <laughs> His buddy's into you know mobile air or little uh, you know uh, amateur radio controlled airplanes. He's into it. Uh, His buddy's into buying big expensive motorhomes. He's got to buy a motorhome. It's it's weird. And and does he use any of these? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, well that's good. Until his buddy gets rid of it, and then he gets rid of it. Yes, yes. Okay. That that's a that's, monkey that's strange. see monkey do. That is very strange. Yes, uh, but some news about the Bronco is that uh, you can get it tricked out in all different ways. They're going to have like hundreds of aftermarket parts they're going to be selling for it, but it will get a seven-speed manual transmission with a lockable dif- differential, which is good for towing and going off-road. You know, you can lock the rear wheels in a certain uh, fashion. Uh, and it has a disconnecting anti-roll bar. Um, so the seven-speed transmission really is a six-speed because <clears throat> one of the speeds is a crawl gear. So you can crawl with it. Uh, 
you know, it's like a granny gear. You know, the old days when they said they had a granny gear in a truck. No, no they did. I, I I drove a '63 Chevy uh, stepside pickup truck for a contractor I worked for, and I mean, you could really, you could literally see the the road through the the, the floor huh. when you were driving that thing, and it was a, really a piece of crap. And uh, <laughs> you know, it you you never started it in first gear because first gear, you know, you go exactly, you know. It would you immediately have to be shifted to second. I mean, you know, it was meant to be just a crawl gear, yeah. and, and, you know. So, um, you know, like you're towing something out of the, you know, the river. I don't know. But so I guess this is this makes it, you know, exciting for off-road people. And the uh, standard engine will be uh, the Ford's 2.3 liter turbocharged uh, four-cylinder engine, uh, which is the same that's used in the Ranger pickup truck. And since this is based on the Ranger, uh, that that was expected. So that's so that they can like climb those walls in moab arizona or yeah or, I mean, or, or, or go or go off-roading in the desert and yeah. those kinds of things yeah mm-hmm. um i watched a video um i mean where was it i saw it whether it was facebook or youtube where somebody took a a vw amarok which is basically a four-door pickup truck the vw sells everywhere but here hmm. <laughs> you know of course because of the chicken tax the chicken tax is the 10 percent I think it's 10% on any pickup truck that comes to the United States. And it was put in place in the 60s, and it was done at the same time that they did some sort of chicken you know, uh, tax as well. Okay. And so they call it the chicken tax, but it still exists to protect to protect the domestic pickup truck market. Like it needs protection. Yeah, like it needs protection. It's the only thing that's selling here. <laughs> exactly. So it really doesn't, but they never repealed it. So that's Didn't why Volkswagen you- Volkswagen have a, a small pickup truck that they sold here for a while? Yeah, it was the rabbit thing. It was it was basically yeah. a rabbit pickup, but they made those here, I think. I mean, they, they, uh. made, they had a plant in Pennsylvania where they made the rabbit. You know, it's been, you know, they, they sold it. They got rid of that a long time ago. Yeah, I was going to say, I remember them, uh, but they were only here for a short period of time. Uh, the the um, Hyundai's, Hyundai is about to bring one out right now. It's a unibody pickup truck. Uh, so, the, I, you know, the, we, it's been seen in the wild, you know, testing and stuff. Uh, I don't remember what they're going to call it. but uh, I mean, so Is it manufactured here in it the is. USA? It okay. is. Yeah, they have a plant here. And so does Kia. So it'll be manufactured here. It's like the same as like us. Oh, I don't know. One of their one of their SUVs, but it's been just chopped off and back and Got stuff. You. So it's, you know, they're not really putting, you know, it's not a completely new car. It's basically the same thing, but uh, it'll be the first import pickup truck. That's a small one in decades. I mean, cause you know, the pickup trucks that are sold that are midsize now are not exactly small. I mean, the Toyota uh, uh, Tacoma and yeah, the Tacoma is, is, you know, yeah, these things are like full-size pickup trucks anymore. Yeah, you, you, all even the, even the mid-size look big. Yeah, you know. So the, the old days, and, and by the way, the little ones are in high demand. Even ones with, you know, uh, that's why I watch them on Bring a Trailer. Yeah. Because some of these little these pickup trucks from the uh, the, the '80s and '90s that yeah, are, I remember friends who had like little Datsuns and you know yeah. pickup trucks, and they were tiny. Yeah, they were tiny. Yeah, I, I had I had one that my father had bought like They're in 1981 or something. barely bigger than yeah. a Subaru Brat. Yeah, well, then those are gone too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. of course. Yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah, the ejector seat. The in ejector back. seats in the back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> those those are quite <laughs> interesting. Yeah, but I, I the, the the little the smaller trucks are in huge demand because they don't make them anymore. So people will be well, people will pay extra money for a, a good condition Toyota pickup truck, even if it has you know 180,000 miles on it from you know. 
1989 or 1992 because nothing there's nothing like it in the market right now. So yeah. I think that there's I think that there is a, a big market if people wanted to bring you know someone wanted to bring a smaller one I mean a real small one back uh, because it, they fit in people's garages and they fit lifestyles better. So yeah, I hadn't even thought about that, but you're right. I mean, as much crap as I have in my garage. You'd probably be hard pressed to ever be able to get even one of those in there. Well, could you imagine a full size pickup truck? No. I mean, th- those those. No, you'd have to have a wing for the yeah. house. I mean, those barely don't. Those don't even fit. Yeah, those those don't fit in any standard garage. Yeah. You know, you need to park them on the street or the, or in a carport or something that's right. you know, open on both ends. We have lots of those here in the desert. You know, the, you know the just carports, but. Uh, those pickup trucks are just huge, and then and some of them are so high they'll scrape the you know the top of, of a building as well. I don't know who wants to drive a vehicle. Though. I mean, I do because my my across the street neighbor has one of those Mondo Ford like I think F two fifties or something. It, oh, it's the like, really big ones. Yeah, and I'm thinking, good God, how can you afford you know um, uh, four gallons to the mile? Well, gas is cheap right now, but does he use it for work? I mean, is it a... Yeah, it's just his everyday vehicle. See, you know, a lot of people drive them as their everyday vehicle. It seems like it's too much. You know, it seems like it's just way more than you need. Yeah. You know, for the occasional run. and that, But but that's the popularity of SUVs because the, they're more tuned towards a, you know... It, it's it's easier to have an SUV than it is to have a big pickup truck, and you know, you, so you run to Costco, you need some space. You stick. I'd love to have a pickup truck again, but I a they're too expensive, and b they eat too much fuel. I'm gonna have to wait until there's at least a decent looking uh, battery one. Well, they'll make those. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't know why it is that our uh, favorite man, Mr. Musk, <laughs> uh, why he can't just make something that does not look as bizarre as his truck is going to for the first one. I'm telling you, it's wildly popular. They have over 600,000 yeah, I'll tell now. you why they do. I know why they do. Why? Because he understands what testosterone is. You know, it's not even, it's, it, it, it is and it isn't. That guy, Sandy Monroe, who tears down cars for a living yeah. uh, and, and writes whole books about them. He does, by the way, by the, he does all sorts of things. He can tear down, an, you know, an air conditioner or a toaster, but, the, you know, they do everything to try to, you know, give manufacturers a, you know, a better way to do it or a cheaper way to do it to come to the same conclusion. Uh, he's, ray, you know, he's raving about the Cybertruck because it has all the, he, he's an off-roader. He just drives Jeeps. Mm. That's what he drives. And he thinks this thing will be the, the key for him to have an electric car. Okay. I swear, I swear. No, I'm not doubting what you're saying. I'm just like, I'm so sick and tired of the fact that, you know, anybody has to, you know, design stuff for the hyper-masculine. Well, uh, there's lots of that out there. Yeah, I mean, and, I, and I only mean that because if people think that, that, the, uh, that the clothes that they put on are what's going to define them, uh, by the vehicle that they sit in, uh, defining them that way. Yeah. I, I'm like, usually I'm going, okay, so you're compensating for a small, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that, that is, that, you know, that's always been the case, though. Same with, you know, everyone, yeah. you see a Corvette or whatever, you know, you're, that's a compensation tool. Right. So to speak. So, yeah. And, and speaking of the Cybertruck, um, the, the Peterson Automotive Museum opened this week on Friday. Uh, and for one week, for seven days, the Cybertruck will be shown there. That what the, you know the the prototype tickets are sold out. Wow, sold out. You, you can you know you can if you get in 
the weekend's gone, absolutely gone. If you want during the week, those are going fast. But it's because people, yes, the museum just opened, but they don't use And where is this at? Uh, the Peterson Automotive Museum in Los Angeles. Okay. It's, uh, what is it, Fairfax and Wilshire? So yeah, it's in it's in the it's you know museum row there, uh, but it's it's like the only automotive museum in L.A. There's others around it, but that's the the big one in Los Angeles. Uh, yeah, and and uh, Elon gave them the the prototype, and it's you know people are just wildly wait you know want to see it. So it does it does seem to sell. Hmm. People want it. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> and if you want a luxury car, I have one for you. Uh, the two th- the the 2020 Acura RLX. Now you probably don't know that because they don't sell any of them. They can't give them away. They're too expensive. They're like sixty thousand dollars for an Acura, and they're about exactly the same size as as the TLX, which is the Honda Accord size. Mm-hmm. They're nearly identical size, and yes, it's a little bit more luxurious, but. I mean, like, like in, like in a year, they they're lucky to sell three hundred of them. Hmm. You know, it's it's a terrible, it's you know, it's a terrible marketing mess. They, you know, they either needed to make a huge flagship, something that differentiate, you know, that has to be differentiated because you can get almost all the same luxury features in the TLX, and and it's you know, fifteen thousand less. Well, they're giving uh, up to eleven thousand dollar discounts on these things right now. Wow! To get them out, ten thousand from the manufacturer and a thousand if you're already a Honda or Acura customer, and you can. Um, you know, uh, get another thousand dollars on it, but you know you have to maybe shop around to find it because they're not, you know, maybe one or two on any accurate dealer's lots because they don't sell them. So if you're looking for something, you can get a good deal on it. Uh, it's out there. Uh, you're listening to All Revved Up. This is Todd Bianco. I'm here with John McMullen, and we'll be right back. From the desert cities of Southern California, your car is not a refrigerator. Getting all revved up. Now, here's Todd Bianco. Welcome back. I'm here with John McMullen. Hello, John. Hey, Todd. Uh, this past Monday, Nissan revealed its 2021 Rogue crossover, uh, which is an all-new version of its best-selling vehicle. The third-generation Rogue uh, rides on the same basic architecture underpinning the Sentra and the Altima. Uh, as with uh, other Nissan products, it gets this sort of weird floating roof in the back. Uh, it's just basically a styling cue, you know, some black plastic that separates the roof color from the body color. Uh, but they got, you know, that, so it gets that treatment. Uh, and it's for the first time, it's not bigger than the last one. It's actually 1.7 inches shorter, and the roof is 2.1 inches lower, although it does have more room inside. Uh, the base and only engine right now is a 2.5-liter four-cylinder engine. Uh, that's slightly more, more powerful. The last one was 170 horsepower, and this one's 175 horsepower. And torque uh, last time was 175 pounds-feet of torque, and now it's 181. So it's not really that much different. And the the, the uh, transmission is a regular, uh, continuously very 
variable transmission, which I think all Nissans have these days. And um, that's just a carryover. Uh, standard on all models will be the Safety Shield 360 suite of assurance assist, I mean, uh, driver assistance systems, which includes rear automatic braking, lane departure warning, radar-based blind spot warning, rear cross traffic alert, high beam assist, and automatic emergency braking with pedestrian detection. They don't give you, you know, uh, the cruise control, you know, they don't give you uh, the, 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 the radar-based cruise control unless you buy the, a higher-based package. So uh, most cars are now including that because it's already part of the system that, that, that's there. Uh, but the uh, base uh, infotainment screen is uh, up to eight inches. Uh, the, you can get a more premium one with nine inches on upper trims. And uh, Apple CarPlay and Android Auto are standard on all levels. Uh, top, the top trims will get quilted leather seats uh, with a diamond pattern and Nissan's latest version of ProPilot Assist, which is the adaptive cruise control with a NaviLink and wireless Apple CarPlay. Uh, fuel economy is going to be slightly higher. Uh, it goes from like 26 to like 25 or 27 miles per gallon, but it's all about the same thing. Uh, pricing wasn't announced, but it's expected to be around 26500 to start and all the way up to 37000 um, our friends at Cadillac and General Motors have a sedan problem. Uh, they recently killed their flagship, which is the CT6. Again, nobody even knows the numbers on the back of these cars. They, they mean nothing to anybody anymore. The only one that people identify is the Escalade because it still has a name. Uh, but uh, the CT6 was their actually you know got very well reviewed their their uh, ct6 flagship uh they killed that so to replace the small sedan which was the ats now that's the ct4 and then the the cts sedan is now the ct5 uh which is meant to compete with like a mercedes e-class and a bmw 5 series aside from the fact that you change the s to a 5 badging you, you know you, you may think it's the same car but you'd be wrong uh, it's not but once again has anybody even seen one here's the hard facts only 18% of cadillac sales are actually cars which means they're sedans the rest of it is trucks which is either an suv which there's a the small uh, crossover is a xt4 and the middle size crossover is the xt5 the larger crossover is the x T6. Again, nobody even knows what these things mean on the back of the cars. Um, and then, of course, the Escalade, which everyone knows. You know, I keep reading articles, uh, you know, about uh, all the good work that Cadillac is doing on its sedans. I've seen exactly one CT4 sedan uh, in Los Angeles, and it's been on sale for a year. I don't think I've seen a CT5 yet, which is newer, but still kind of weird. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's just if you're not, nobody's buying these things, and I, at least I don't see them. They may be selling in the rest of the, you know, the the the, the you know, the, in other states, but I don't see them in Southern California. But still, only 18% of their sales are the sedans. Now, there's some more bad timing. The uh, replacement for NAFTA, which is called the United States-Mexico-Canada Agreement, USMCA, is supposed to take effect July 1st. So on that date, trade rules, which automakers have played by since 1994, will be replaced by a new pact requiring automakers to produce cars with 75% parts originating from U.S., Canada, or Mexico, up from 62.5%, uh, and it has to be within five years in order to qualify for duty-free treatment. Uh, in addition to the USMCA's new requirements for parts, there's also the known as there's rules 
of origin. Uh, the new pack requires 40 to 45% of an auto's content to be made by workers earning at least $16 per hour, which is good, but try tracking that. Uh, the U.S. Trade Representative only recently released uniform uh, rules for the trade pack, which is have been agreed to by all the countries. This is bad timing because trying to integrate a very complex new set of rules as the automakers and suppliers try to restart their factories uh, is really very difficult for them. I mean, they're all trying to restart. They're all trying to you know get the parts flowing again because without the parts, they can't build the cars. Uh, but these new rules that take effect on the first uh, of July is just bad timing. They're asking them to delay them, but I don't think they're going to do it. Uh, you're listening to All Revved Up on iHub Radio. This is Todd Bianco with John McMullen, and we'll be right back. From the desert cities of Southern California, your car is not a refrigerator. Getting all revved up. Now, here's Todd Bianco. Welcome back. I'm here with John McMullen. John, hello. Hey there. Now, we've talked in the past about uh, where Tesla's going to build their new factory to build the Cybertruck, which is your favorite truck, of course. Right. Yes. And, right. Um, um, San Antonio, right? Uh, uh, Austin. Austin. That's the that's the rumor, but uh, they Close haven't. Enough. Well, they haven't they haven't announced it yet. But but uh, if you need any more hints, Tesla, uh, you know, is uh, advertising for advanced driver assistance systems (ADAS) test operators. The listing goes on to say the ADAS test operator will drive Tesla autopilots up Tesla's autopilot by testing daily autopilot firmware updates on local predetermined route uh, to allow tracking of improvements across firmware revisions. The role requires someone highly organized, objectively focused when making judgments, and confident in their ability to manage their own daily routine. Tesla is hiring in the Bay Area and Austin. Okay, that's a hint. Then there's another hint. Uh, Tesla's acquiring, they just bought $5 million worth of land outside Austin, Texas. Uh, to oh, build that, yeah, then, um, yeah, they've uh, they secured a they. It's again not it's not public. I mean, they haven't actually said it. Uh, they got a sixty million dollar incentive package from uh, the county. Uh, which is mostly property tax rebates and stuff like that. Um, the, lar- the site is large; it's 2,100 acres out just outside Austin. Uh, the property is currently a sand and gravel mining site owned and operated by Martin Marietta. And there's some Texas construction uh, project that takes some of the stuff out of the, the ground there. Uh, the Martin Marietta-, Marietta assets will operate for a period of time, but will be relocated in the future to allow for build out of the site. Uh, the website electrek.co 
uh, reports that building on this location, which is near the Austin airport, um, construction is set to commence in Q3, which is you know only in like three months, um, pending all approvals. Tesla seeking approval from the local school district to forgive up to $68 million on its property taxes over 10 years. Uh, I'm not thrilled about that, but I guess this is what all you know, all the uh, big companies do. It sure, it starves the school district of much needed money, uh, but supposedly the new jobs and the new uh, people will be spending money there and they'll make up the money in, you know, home, you know, real estate taxes on you know, the people's personal homes and on uh, yep. sale, sales tax and things like that. So they supposedly make it back. Uh, so my guess is, is that they're going to Austin, Texas and not to, not to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, they're at, they're doing other things in Tulsa today, I believe. Unfortunately, yeah. So, um, I, yeah, it's going it's going to be Austin, Texas. I just they they all they've all but formally announced it. Uh, this week, Ford revealed that the 2021 Mustang Mach One uh, is going to come out. Uh, while the horsepower in, and again it replaces the Bullet Mustang, uh, it's it's essentially the same car, but uh, the horsepower is a disappointment because it's basically a carryover from the Bullet at 480 horsepower and 420 pound-feet of torque. Uh, people had thought that the, they were going to give the Mach One a little bit more money. I mean, not money. I mean, uh, put a little more money into the engine and give it a higher horsepower. But it gets something else that's even better. Supposedly, it gets an engine oil cooler from the GT from the Shelby GT350 a transmission oil cooler, uh, dedicated brake cooling ducts, and most importantly, supposedly, a rear axle cooler from the GT500 that should prevent the differential from overheating. Uh, The manual transmission is the same from the GT350, which is a good thing, and it now features a defeatable automatic rev matching. So I guess you can grind your own gears. All right. Um, so, but what it did is, is that it would match the revs to the to the uh, to the to the gears, uh, so that you didn't grind gears. But I guess they're going to allow you to do that, so you can just jam through the through the uh, the gears if you need to be if you need it. Uh, Ford is offering also a ten speed automatic, and they say that it's um, it comes with the GT uh, Performance Pack, um, and same as the Bullet and the Shelby, they all get. Uh, manual only trims but the 10-speed automatic they say is for foreign markets because they plan on selling the mustang mach 1 in various foreign markets uh, and that's more popular to be an automatic there uh, the mach 1 gets twin front nostrils revised front bumper and unique color options it naturally gets b- the big uh, gurney flap this big wing on the back of the thing uh, because that's what mach 1 is supposed to have and there are some cool new colors and appearance packages i particularly like the fighter jet gray um, prices have not been announced, but it's likely to be in the high 40s. Uh, this week, uh, Lexus revealed its 2021 IS sedan. Its small sedan is meant to take on the BMW 3 Series and Mercedes C-Clax. It's never really been a big contender in this class. Uh, I looked at it, and it looks like a yawn fest to me. Uh, the six-cylinder and the four-cylinder engines are carryovers from 2020. Uh, the base IS gets a turbo, a two-liter turbo four that turns out 241 horsepower and 258 pound-feet of torque. It's made into an eight-speed automatic. If you order an IS 300 with all-wheel drive, it's the same engine, but it's it's a 
you know, but it's a, it, actually it's a 3.5 liter V6, but it's detuned to make a little bit more power than the four cylinder engine, but that's only in the all wheel drive version. And that gets a six speed automatic and not an eight speed. There's no manual available. The IS350 gets the 3.5 liter V6 as well, but it gets the full amount of horsepower, which is a 311 horsepower and 280 pound feet of torque, also mated to an eight speed automatic. You can also get all wheel drive, but it gets downgraded to the six speed automatic. The infotainment screen is bigger, big deal. The new, uh, the, the big news is that the IS gets some new suspension tuning. I guess it's supposed to make it funner to drive if anybody buys it, which uh, you know, it's, it's never been a contender in, the, in that class. Um, we knew that for tw- the 2021 model year, Toyota would sell a four-cylinder Supra. That 2021 model, which goes on sale this month, starts at $43,945, down from $50,920 for the 2020 Turbo 6. However, the price of the Turbo 6 for 2021 rises uh, by $1,025 to $51,945. Of course, um, like the six-cylinder engine, it, gets, uh, uh, it, it has an eight-speed automatic that drives the rear wheels. Um, ZF makes the eight-speed automatic because BMW does not make transmissions, and they share everything. Uh, the Toyota Supra shares almost all of their mechanics with uh, mechanicals with uh, BMW. Uh, there's still no manual option. The nice thing about the Turbo Four is that it weighs 200 pounds less than the six-cylinder model, and you know it gives it. It's positively lightweight. It only weighs 3,181 pounds, which should translate to actually to additional fun. Um, the Super maintains its 50-50 weight balance and sprints from zero to 60 in five seconds. That's not too bad. Uh, Tesla updated its base Model S as the long-range plus model, starting at 74,990. The new model has an EPA range of 402 miles, the first and only EV to break the 400-mile range. Uh, This base model has a 0 to 60 time of 3.7 seconds and has dual motors as standard. Uh, the options have been greatly reduced, so you get almost everything you know stuffed into one or two packages. Uh, the popular pearl white multi-coat is the sole standard color. Other colors range from an extra fifteen hundred to an extra twenty-five hundred dollars if you want the multi-coat, the multi-coat red. Um, the different color interiors, the black is standard, and you can get white and oak op are optional. Uh, the optional ones are $1,500 each, and the final option is the full self-driving autopilot, which is $7,000. Of course, it's not full self-driving, but they like to say it is. But if you tick all the boxes, it uh, comes to 81990 several thousand less than it used to be. Even a fully loaded Model S long-range performance is just above $100,000 at $101,990, and that's down nearly 20000 from what it was before. So they are giving, you know, they are, you know, they are, you know, making sure that you can get into their cars and that they're competing on price on these things. It's going to make it harder for other people to compete with them. So I'm not too, uh, not too upset about that. Uh, good competition is good. We'll see what they come up, what other people come up with. Um, most of Fiat Chrysler's plants in North America will not shut down for a week or two this summer after idling for two months earlier this year. Uh, why? Because demand is super strong and they need to make up for lost time. What do people want? They want the Jeep Grand Cherokee. They want the Dodge Durango. They want the Jeep Wrangler and the Gladiator and, of course, the Ram 1500. 
Uh, the one plant, the Warren truck plant, which builds the last generation, Ram Classic, what they call it, will be shut down for a week because the facility is undergoing a $1.5 billion renovation. That includes new, a new paint shop for the upcoming Jeep Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer SUVs. So in other words, bigger and even bigger SUVs are coming. Hmm. Just what everybody wants. And by the way, I'm sure they'll sell. So Fiat Chrysler anticipates strong demand for the, all their new products. Uh, when they're introduced, other Fiat Chrysler plants will shut down for a week or two to retool for the 2021 model year. America loves their big SUVs and pickup trucks and are willing to pay a lot extra for them, far more than the average $36,000, which is what the, you know, the average price, transaction prices are of a car in the United States right now. Uh, and but these trucks are costing far more than that. I, I easily see them pushing into the seventy and eighty thousand dollar range. Yikes! Yeah, I mean, people don't seem to mind. Uh, they seem to, you know, what's what's wrong with a seventy-two month loan? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, you know what, what could you know what, what could go wrong in seventy-two months? <laughs> oh well. Uh, the 2021 Mustang Mach-E goes on sale at the end of this year. Uh, that's the electric one. Customers can get the crossover with hardware, the hardware needed for many miles of hands-free driving, self-parking, and other enhancements that are coming for the ever-evolving Ford Copilot 360 collection of uh, driver assist features. Ford thinks that their system will beat Tesla's Autopilot and GM's Super Cruise and GM's Ultra Cruise driver assist systems. Uh, Ford has named the new system Active Driver Assist. Uh, the system will have a new hands-free mode, which allows drivers to take their hands off the wheel for on when they're on a pre-mapped divided highway. So like a big freeway that, you know, it knows exactly where every lane is and whatever else. Um, it can, you know, and, and where every off-ramp is, it's, you know, it's pre-mapped within the system. Uh, uh, it will uh, be able. You'll be able to take your hands off the wheels without it. Uh, without it, you know, nagging at you like the Tesla Autopilot nags. Um, but Ford has a way to enforce that. Um, they have an advanced driver-facing infrared camera that can see the that can track the driver's eyes even through sunglasses and your head position uh, when you're in hands-free mode, uh, as well as when the hands when they're when hands-on lane centering mode is engaged, um, which works on lanes uh, you know with clear lines, of course. Uh, the addition of the new camera is the key to the system, so it can see through your sunglasses and it will know if you're not awake. Hmm. Supposedly, that's a, that's a good thing, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's, I guess that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, um, it, we'll see. Uh, but they're promising, I think they're promising a lot. And what, what I believe they're going to do is they're going to push the software updates to the cars after they're sold. So like Tesla, you have to buy it beforehand and then they'll modify it as it goes on. Uh, because I don't think their system is quite ready yet. Uh, the same thing, you know, Volkswagen is doing that with their ID3, the, the, the little hatchback uh, in in, in uh, Europe. I just think that that's a mistake. You should, you know, have your best software on board when somebody buys it. You can fix it later for various things, but uh, you should have those things there. This is Todd Bianco. You're listening to All Revved Up on iHub Radio, and we'll be right back.
news, weather, truth, and fun. We're iHub Radio, homegrown in the Coachella Valley. For the love of cars, this is All Revved Up. Here's Todd. Welcome back. I'm here with John McMullen. Hello, John. Hey, Todd. I found a great list uh, online from the editors of Motor Trend. They were said they were very, very, very bored because <laughs> they're just sitting there and they came up with... They had nothing better to do. They had exactly nothing better to do. So they came up with car names that sound a lot better with one letter removed. Uh-huh. For, for example, a Hyundai Sonata becomes a Hyundai Snada. Snada. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Ferrari 812 Super Fast becomes the super fat okay uh the nissan kicks becomes the nissan x <laughs> uh, okay okay uh, uh let's see the the triumph spitfire becomes the triumph pitfire uh let's see uh the pontiac sunfire become, becomes the unfire <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Why not, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> the Chevy Trailblazer is the Chevy Trailblaze. <laughs> They're going to be a Dodge Dart is a Dodge Art. <laughs> a Pontiac Le Mans is a Pontiac Le Mans. Le Mans. Uh, a Volkswagen Fox becomes a Volkswagen Ox. <laughs> a Toyota Sienna becomes a Toyota Senna. Senna is a, a big race thing. I mean, of course, it would, Toyota wouldn't be associated with a race thing, but that's what they came up with. Uh, the uh, Chevy HHR becomes the, the Chevy HR, like your human resources. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Buick LeSabre becomes the Buick E-Sabre, uh, you know, if it was electric. Uh, Chrysler Newport becomes a tri- Chrysler U-Port. Uh, Ferrari La Ferrari, they actually named a car La Ferrari, becomes a Ferrari A Ferrari, Ferrari A Ferrari, and a Volkswagen uh, Atlas becomes a Volkswagen Atlas. Um, Ferrari Enzo becomes a Ferrari Enz. Um, Hyundai Hardtop becomes a mini, I mean, a mini Hardtop becomes a mini Hard 2. <laughs> a Volkswagen Jetta becomes a Volkswagen Etta. <laughs> I think these guys were really bored. They were really bored, right? <laughs> Some of them are pretty funny. Funny though. Um, let's see. A GMC Canyon becomes a GMC Cannon. Uh, <laughs> a Pontiac Fur. A, Pon- a Plymouth Fury becomes a Plymouth Fur. <laughs> uh, nice. Let's see. A Pontiac Grand Am becomes a Pontiac Rand Am. <laughs> uh, Chrysler New Yorker becomes a Chrysler Orker. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, what else do we have here? Uh, uh, let's see. An Acura Vigor becomes an Acura Igor. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a. That sounds like an AMC. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Yes. Well, we have an AMC Concorde becomes an AMC Con 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 uh, A Ferrari Dino becomes a Ferrari Din. Uh, a Dodge Neon becomes a Dodge Eon. <laughs> Oldsmobile Omega becomes an Oldsmobile Mega. <laughs> of course. Yeah, sure. A GMC Typhoon becomes a GMC Typhoon. <laughs> uh, a Buick uh, Sport Wagon becomes a Buick Port Wagon. Uh, let's see. What else have we got? A, a Pontiac 
uh, what is it? What would that be? Cadillac Katera becomes a Cadillac Cater. Uh, Lincoln Blackwood becomes a Lincoln Lackwood. Ford Probe becomes the Ford Robe. Okay. <laughs> Ford Flex becomes the Ford Lex. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else here? Uh, uh, Tesla Model X becomes a Tesla Mode X. Um see a Volkswagen Tiguan becomes Volkswagen Iguan. 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 Uh-huh. Just add an A on the end of that. Yeah. Make uh, it an Iguana. Yeah. Uh, a Dodge Diplomat becomes a Dodge Diploma. <laughs> <laughs> a Nissan Rogue Sport becomes a Nissan Rogue Spore. <laughs> a, tra- a Subaru Ascent becomes a Subaru a Subaru Ascent becomes a Subaru Scent. Uh a Rolls-Royce ghost becomes a Rolls-Royce host. Okay. <laughs> uh, Lincoln town car becomes a Lincoln tow car. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Pontiac Sundance becomes a Pontiac Undance. <laughs> so it's no longer dan- dancing. Uh, um, a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter becomes the Mercedes-Benz Printer. Um Porsche Boxster becomes a Porsche Oxster. Hmm. Uh, the Bentley Flying Spur becomes uh, a, Ven- a Bentley Lying Spur or a Flying Spoo. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ford EcoSport becomes a Ford EcoSpore. Uh, Aston Martin Vanquish becomes an Aston Martin Anquish. Uh, let's see. Midge, uh, a f- an MG Midget becomes an MG Midge. Uh, f- uh, Chrysler LeBaron becomes a Chrysler LeBarn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A, a Studebaker Starlight becomes a Stu- Studebaker Tarlight. A, Volks- a Chevy Vega becomes a Chevy Veg. 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 Veg, yeah. A Dodge Daytona becomes a Dodge Dayton. Um, a Honda Fit becomes the Honda It. <laughs> Aw. I know. AMC Pacer becomes the AMC Acer. Uh, the Subaru Brat, one of our favorite cars, becomes a Subaru Bra. Bra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Ford Pinto becomes a Ford Pint. Pint. Uh, a, Kia, a Kia Sportage becomes a Kia Portage. <laughs> a Mercury Comet becomes a Mercury Com. Okay. A Kia Forte becomes a Kia Fort. A Dotson Fair Lady Z becomes a Dotson Air a Dotson Air Lady Z. A Smart Four Two becomes Smart Or Two. Uh, a Mini Cooper becomes a Mini Copper. Uh, <laughs> a Ford uh, Mitsubishi Eclipse. Uh, let's see, a cross a Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross, which is their crossover, becomes a Mitsubishi Eclipse Ross. Uh, a Zuzu Trooper becomes an Azuzu Roper. Uh, the Trooper and uh, Roper, I guess, and Nissan Frontier becomes the Nissan Fronty. Someone okay. was someone was really bored, weren't they? I guess they were. They were very, 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 very bored. So <laughs> they, they, they've got some things to to, to, to work on here. Um, the next hour, we're going to talk about bring a trailer, and we've got a lot of things to talk about because we have last week's uh, sale prices uh, to talk about, and then we've each chosen some very interesting cars this week. John. Yes, we have. So I, th- I think that this is something to really stick around for and figure out what's going on with these things. Uh, this is Todd Bianco and John McMullen. You're listening to All Revved Up on iHab Radio, and we'll be right back. 